I use Arty to demo Arty all the time. I do it several times a day, and I love the look on people's on, on people's faces when they see you know how how fun it is, how uh, engaging it is. So that, that's that's my my immediate reward. I get an immediate reward uh, several times a day when I do, when I showcase our product, show our, showcase our capabilities, and get people's imagination going and what they can do with that. How can they transform their storytelling? You know, we're actually giving them another tool, another medium to tell a story. It's just like people were using um, books and then we just introduced cinema. Welcome to our series entitled The I Am Podcast, a podcast about innovation, business, and most importantly, people. In this series, we'll be talking to founders, executives, and various experts about their vision, challenges, best practices, and lessons learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hello and what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the I Am Podcast powered by iMobs.io. Today, I have with me, I'm very excited. He's going to show us a lot of things later. The co-founder and CEO at RT.ar, Avner Villan. Hey, Avner. Hey, Mariah. How are you doing? How's Israel? Where are you located? Um, I'm actually at home right now. Uh, I live in a kibbutz, uh, in kibbutz Negba, near Ashkelon. So that's where I'm at. How's the weather in the Philippines? It's rainy, you know. <laughs> so um, I thought we're going to get some rain, but um, hasn't arrived yet. But looks like it's going to rain any minute. So. Oh, because I, I just talked with Eldad and uh, he said, okay, we got the first rain. So the smell and everything. Okay. <laughs> okay. I am very excited. So... I know you've been to, you mentioned a while ago, a couple of podcasts. I know people know you, but I would love to know you more, your story, your passion, and how did you get into entrepreneurship, Abner? My background is uh, working for the government for many, many years. So I just started as a military service and just ended up doing that for 21 years. That's my, Artie's my first uh, um, entrepreneurship in the real world, if you will. So basically... Um, uh, it's like kind of like my midlife crisis, um, trying to do something that um, I could talk to with my kids and play around with. So that's how I ended up doing uh, augmented reality presentations. From the military to AR, how is that? I have no uh, um, actual explanation. I just wanted to do something that's completely different than what I've done um, so far. And something that would do no harm, if you will. So I didn't want to do any, any technology that would do any harm to the world, uh, hopefully something you could do, uh, make the world a, a little better. And uh, the most important part uh, is that it's going to be fun doing that because startup is hard, entrepreneurship is hard, so you might as well have lots of fun along the way. So, um, that's how I ended up doing fun graphics. <laughs> yes. Was it inspired by your kids or could you take us back in time, like the first time you thought of, okay, I'm going to start building this AR company, this startup? Actually, the idea wasn't mine. The reason that uh, I joined Ardy is uh, because of my uh, uh, my co-founders. My co-founders are coming from this field. They have almost 30 years of experience doing uh, broadcast graphics, augmented reality. 
They were doing crazy stuff with, with Red Bull Media and NBC and, you know, all these big names doing augmented reality from broadcast for broadcast. And they, doing that for so many years, understood how difficult it is to do AR for broadcast and said, well, if somebody could make an AR platform that's easy to use and available, we could change the way video is made. So that was a brief and um, that's how we, we got we got started. What is wrong with the videos? Not what's wrong, but how is it impacting the current world? Can you talk to us before oh. AR and now that's AR? Oh, so, so yeah, it's, it's actually quite simple. Now, um, we're all on Zoom, Meet, Teams, whatever uh, video conferencing platform you're using. We're on we're on that all day. We're, have, we're having um, you know, dozens of meetings. And then, uh, you know that moment in the meeting that somebody hits the share screen and then really, really want to uh, shut your camera down and then uh, go to sleep or, or go make a sandwich or, or whatever? You know that moment, right? That's that's hard. You know, it's hard to... to um, get your message across when you're doing uh, presentations. And when you're doing augmented reality presentations, you don't need to do that. So um, instead of alienating yourself from the graphics, from the story, it's actually right there next to you. You could present it, you could interact with it, you could create a much uh, a much more engaging viewing experience. I, I really believe that that's where the world is going. Just like, uh, um, I, I remember when I was in university, some of the, some of the professors still used uh, actual slides. You know, everybody's using PowerPoint today, right? <laughs> yes. uh, so I, I really believe that people are going to uh, use more and more augmented reality, virtual reality to uh, get their messages across because it's a much more natural medium for us to comprehend. The technology, it's just amazing, right? Like how now you can turn things right and oh, make things or get things right into your table and stuff. About storytelling. So you um, help people, right? Um, make storytelling more engaging and more effective how did you feel when you first used this product Talk oh, to I, that, oh, that, that's that's the fun part of my job is that i use already to demo already all the time i do it several times a day and i love the look on people's on, on people's faces <laughs> when they see you know how, how fun it is how uh, engaging it is um so that, that's that's my my immediate reward i get an immediate reward uh, several times a day when I do, when I showcase our product, show our, showcase our capabilities and get people's imagination going and what they can do with that. How can they transform their storytelling? You know, we're actually giving them another tool, another medium to tell a story. It's just like people were using um, books and then we just introduced cinema. It's it's another it's another way to you know, unleash your imagination and, and tell much more engaging um, story, make your data come to life. Really depends on what you want to tell, but pretty much anything you can, you can use AR to, to enhance it. I'm just curious, like, did you have this before? Like, um, let's rewind a little bit, uh, go, going back to the ideation, maybe product market fit phase. Did you have like a negative reaction versus now that it's like out and everyone's using it? I think that um, even today, not a lot of people uh, um, get it. Uh, I think that I don't think we get a negative reaction. Everybody loves it, but um, I think our challenge is to prove that it's more than just a gimmick. And I think that's um, that was one of the um, hard things for a lot of AR uh, um, projects, uh, um, not just video, um, over the years, because um, you could technologically do a lot of things and put AR, you know, in various places. But uh, you need to convince people that it would actually uh, be more than a gimmick, be something that would actually, in our case, 
uh, enhance their storytelling and not just something that you know they'll do once or twice. Uh, it'd be cool and then go back to to boring uh, PowerPoint PowerPoint deck. So that still is our challenge, by the way. A lot of people just get it, but then some are still skeptical. They want to see it more. They want to um, get it to become more more of the norm. But that's I guess just like any other technology adoption. Um, you have the um, evangelists and the early adopters and the majority and then late majority. So we encounter the same thing. You, yes, you said you enhance the experience and you, what, three times the engagement with this AR. How does this work? It's uh, actually very easy to use. We have a, a web interface, uh, something like uh, PowerPoint or, or, or Canva that you could, you could just create your own slide deck if you will, of uh, augmented reality slides. Um, it could be 3D models, it could be um, charts, could be graphs, could be um, virtual screens, pretty much anything that, that you want to make. Um, and then you just tell your story as if you were showing a slide deck, but now instead of just showing slides, they would show um, AR elements with animation uh, and um, effects right there on, on your desk. The uh, approach that we're taking, it's very different than um, I think most, if not all, um, other AR products is that our end users are not designers. So we are building a templated tool, just like, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with Canva, for example, or Wix. I love Canva. <laughs> so um, just like Canva democratized design and Wix democratized uh, website building, we want to do the same thing for augmented reality because there are really, really good augmented reality authoring and content creation tools, but they are too difficult to use for the common person. You need to be a designer or at least a 3D enthusiast to, to use it. And uh, we're taking a different approach. This is something that anybody could anybody could use. Um, so we're, we're really, really focusing on making this accessible to pretty much anyone. Um, so mm -hmm. we could actually um, democratize the use of AR and, and get that going in many, many different wow. domains. I love that. Democratizing AR. Because to people like us, we're not designers or we, we don't know anything about 3D. We can easily bring things to life. So I wonder, what are your challenges? You said it's for anyone to use. Like, But did you encounter like skills gap, cost, technology challenge? We have two types of, of challenges. Uh, the first is the workflow challenge. Uh, workflow in the general sense, right? Uh, not just on the technical level to make sure that you could actually connect it to your um, to your workflow, but also in the sense that for AR to work, for example, you need to have um, an AR-friendly setup. For example, my frame right now, even if I could put like 3D elements here, it wouldn't really make sense in, in the physical frame because um, the difference between AR and just a regular video conferencing is that the graphics actually have to take a physical place in your in your frame. So it, it, it's it's as simple as, as moving your camera a little bit away and, and having like a desk that you could put the objects to or, or at least like a physical space next to you that you could put the, the AR elements in. Even that, that workflow challenge, um, some people get it, some people find it uh, um, a bit hard. Scary. Uh, just scary, yeah, or, you know... Um, they're used to doing uh, um, video conferencing from their bedroom with a blur background so people don't see the mess behind them or they have like this small corner where they do the So that wouldn't really work. For, for AR, you do need a little bit of physical space to show the, the graphics. That, that's one aspect. And then um, other aspect is that imagination uh, uh, barrier, if you will. Wow. Uh, because taking a, a regular deck and doing it in AR it's just like um, taking a book and transferring it to a movie. 
it's not just taking the same elements and just showing them in AR. You could do that, but it's it's not making the most out of the medium. You need to think about how do you express your ideas using augmented reality. So what 3D elements do you want to use in order to get your point across? How would you visualize data in a way that it's more effective? Even in terms of like the, the real estate in the screen, you don't have as much uh, space as you have in a regular full screen uh, of a share screen. So um, you need to be more concise and precise in uh, the data that you're showing. It makes you, uh, it's actually makes your, your, your job a little bit harder in, in thinking of exactly how do you uh, want to get your point across. But when it works, it's, it's magic. It, it, you get the reaction, you get the, the, the statistics that AR presentations are three times more engaging, 70% more memorable. Uh, but it's not something that you hit uh, three buttons and then all of a sudden you got an AR presentation. You have to think about how do you want to uh, get your story across with AR, just like you would when you were preparing your regular deck, right? But, but you have to understand the medium. So it's, yeah. it's actually a very, it's a fascinating journey to, to see how people think. And then um, the best parts of, of, of my job is when we introduce the tool to people, uh, the platform, and then they do something that we haven't even thought about. So, um, like, for example, we had uh, uh, we had a team in a big corporation that they want to do like a demo. So um, they wanted to um, show their story about um, a character. They called him um, they called him Francois, for example. He was French, and he had this problem. So they had like a three D model of, of a person, you know, tackling all the, the challenges that they had. It was um, in the IT realm. realm. And then um, they did something very, very clever. They put a small box in the, uh, on the table, physical box, and then they said to the character, Francois, would you like to sit down? And then just the, the, the 3D animation, uh, animated character just sat down on the box as if it was a bench. That was amazing. We didn't Aww. think about it. And that was the little things that actually make you uh, emotionally connect to the story of Francois and his, uh, <laughs> his problems and, and his challenges. So we, we talk about storytelling. All storytelling is, is basically the same. You have the protagonist, you know, these are her, her hero. Um, then uh, uh, the hero encounters a challenge or a crisis, and then the, our hero overcomes the crisis, and then you get uh, uh, to the end and the moral of the story. So all, all stories are the same. Um, so if you get that and you know how to use AR to um, get that message across, then uh, you are guaranteed your audience to remember your story and, and do whatever you want them to do, whether it's to buy your product, to, to, to um, learn better what you're trying to, well, to tell, or, or if you're advocating, then you know, you'll get your message. Whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to do, uh, it, it works a lot better when you're using your, your AR props, if you will, to support that. You said story, compelling stories, you know, make memorable experience. You you can really connect with your customers by telling good stories. Like mm -hmm. in your startup story or in your startup journey, who can be the hero in that story? So, I mean, we can take this question into so many levels. I mean, there is like the, the, um, the hero could be, you know, the, us, uh, the team of, of entrepreneurs. It could be the, the company. You know, we're a small mm -hmm. startup trying to change the world that people are telling their stories. It could be our, our, um, our users, our, our audience, our community, um, that uh, are people who are struggling to um, get their message. I mean, video is 
Video is so abundant and our attention span is so small today that it's pretty much anybody's problem that you know you are going on but even what I'm doing right now I'm, I'm trying to get my message across I don't know if it's working because you know, I'm not doing any uh, any tricks here just me speaking in front of the the, the the camera you may do a little uh, trick later so um, I think that it's it's a challenge that all of us uh, uh, relate to so I think that uh, a good story is that you see yourself in the hero so if I see myself in that person who is uh, struggling to uh, get their message across because everybody's so tired and, and uh, uh, are zoom fatigued and uh, mm -hmm. um, you, especially when you go to a large audience, you see that the camera is starting shutting off, duck, 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 one by one. Uh, that, that's frustrating. That's frustrating. So um, if we could help people overcome that challenge and make people think, make people have better communications with each other, in a sense, it's more it's more natural. You know, in, in the last 50 years or so, it was a short time in evolution that we've moved from 3D space into 2D space. Uh, looking at screens, but that's when you think about it, it's it's unnatural because you know our entire brain is is wired to think in three D space. We hope to uh, end end that period or at least limit it and, and unleash the power of augmented reality, three D uh, immersive technologies that um, will be uh, at the end of the day more more natural to us. I just read somewhere somewhere that even though people are afraid that AR and VR and metaverse will get us actually more detached from reality, because people you know I, I see myself, I see my kids. I see my friends, everybody's on their screen all day. Um, yes. And people are detached, but in a sense, there is something much more natural in a way that you communicate when you are in 3D space. So I think that some of these abilities, uh, those inter interpersonal communication abilities, would actually be better off when we are uh, using um, uh, immersive technologies. Love it. So, yes, you said, we are hardwired for stories like, Yes, we easily remember, you know, visual people. They love uh, seeing things. And you help people create effective stories, right? If they want to reach their their customers. So do you have any, like, customer story uh, testimonial? Like, because of uh, your company, I was able to do this and do that. We have a few, uh, few examples um, that, you know, you see that people tell us, hey, you know, this has changed the way that people are viewing us. Where there's and, and you know we our our journey wasn't a straight line. We didn't start with just augmented reality presentations. We started in broadcast, so we were selling to big productions like CBS Sports and 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 large networks. CBS Sports were using us from doing augmented reality from a moving car in front of two million viewers. Uh, and SRX Racing, we were even nominated for an Emmy for that. Uh, but then um, we started seeing more and more businesses coming to us and wanted to use our technology to, to give that presentation uh, even in a more personal uh, environment. Um, so we've had dozens of people saying, hey, you know, this was very, very different than anything else. I'm definitely going to remember it. Just an example, we just uh, recently, uh, uh, yes. a, big, a big corporate, there was one, one senior leader that she wanted to do something different than all the other presentations there. And then she decided to use our technology instead of doing a deck on stage. She actually did an AR with the big screens and they show, she was showing her something that usually is boring, like an org chart. <laughs> but um, she did it in a, with animation and augmented reality. And then um, the person coming on stage next to her 
it's like, oh, I have to go out after that. So uh, you get that, that you know, people are going to remember her presentation because it was different. It was innovative. It was uh, inspiring, you know, if, if you will. And, and that's, where, that's, that's where the world is going. We're, we're just in the beginning of our journey in that sense. Just in the beginning of the journey. Okay, so right now, where are you right now in the face of your startup? And what is the road ahead? We are a, uh, a product company. So uh, our focus is still is, is on um, product engineering design. By the way, uh, we're adding more and more content to our platform because we understand that there is there, there is uh, effort that we will need to put in providing our, our, our users and customers better designs until we are building our community. So our, our, our goal is to build a community of designers and users who will add their designs into our platform. It's not just us creating all the designs, but... Uh, build a community of arty enthusiasts and designers who could uh, create content and start spreading the world in, in word and, and creating that that movement of, of using uh, augmented reality presentations. A lot of work on the platform and design, and then um, you know sales, marketing, a little bit of that. But um, I'm confident since that we are a very visual product, and we see the effect that once you see an arty presentation, your next question is, how do I do that too? Uh, so I, I, I really believe that um, once we hit that tipping point, if you will, of, of enough usage, uh, then we will be inbound led and people would, would come to us. And then uh, the, the longer term approach is, is to become uh, a fully PLG product that people would be able to get the sense of the product on their own and then uh, easily use the product to uh, grow the company. It's really like democratizing AR, right? Like you're getting people to your platform and contributing their design yeah. so we can grow with the company. Yeah. So, but, but just uh, sorry to, to maybe make my point more concise for the next year, our focus is on, on our customers and make sure that we have, I would say first batch, but you know, the early adopters of the technology are happy. Um, they're using us. They're pushing us forward. They're giving us feedback that we could uh, build a better platform that would serve everybody. So focus on our users and then having the, the product engineering and design teams to support that. Yeah. Speaking of your the early adopters, who are using this product right now? So um, we have a variety of, of different uh, um, types of people who are using us. We have executive presentations. We have uh, C-level executives who want to um, make their presentations more engaging, more interesting. We have people using us for training. We have people using us for marketing. So we have a few using us for um, HR, actually. Uh, so we have a recruitment company. Um, want to uh, show... Uh, candidates, the different companies that they are uh, uh, recruiting for, they're they're doing it everything remotely, so it's much more engaging. Another market that you know, you know, the good candidates are, are being approached all day by different companies, um, even in today's market. So they're doing that in a more engaging way, getting getting them to be interested. The, 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 that's that's actually one of the challenges that we have. We need to see how we are building product product that you know is wide enough on one hand that's a platform that could be used in more than one way that we're not too niche but on the other hand we can't go too wide everybody's using powerpoint or keynote or google slides we can't replace them all at once so um these are, are great platforms that were built for, for, for years and years we can't replace them all in a second we need to find the the, the right um, use cases that will start and then we will just expand and, and eventually be the standard that that's our 
That's our goal. Speaking of augmented reality, uh, what do you think is the best use? If I were to ask you in 2006, what would be the best use of a mobile phone? What would you answer? It's, it's going to be a hard question to, to answer in 2006 iPhone came out, came, and I specifically say 2006 because iPhone came out in 2007. And, and then a few years later, our entire lives changed. I think that AR has the potential to do just that. It's since the invention of the smartphone, um, I think that's the uh, most significant technological invention that's going to that's gonna be. I'm, I'm talking specifically AR, not VR. And I know that Apple is working on um, augmented reality uh, glasses. That's, I mean, that's what everybody's talking about. So I think that uh, Apple is a market leader. Pretty much anything that they do, once they, they, once they release their, their AR glasses, I think that um, that's going to be our 2007 year of, uh, of immersive technologies. And then we will see more and more uses, applications um, all around us. So it could be in... Uh, our communication and our navigation and our learning and our day-to-day -day activities. You go to the supermarket, you see the prices, you, you, you know, you're trying to cook a recipe, then which you would see the ingredients. Uh, entertainment's going to be different. So a lot of things are going to be different. It's not that it's going to completely change everything that we have so far, but um, it will just add another layer that's going to be very, very dominant in our lives. Uh, if people would like to have a demo or would you like to do a demo now? Or yes, show yes, something I, or try it. I will um, do a little bit of show and tell. Uh, I was talking about uh, augmented reality and I will talk about augmented reality, but um, I think it's one of those things that it's better just to, to see. We're all about storytelling. Our ancestors used to sit next to the fire and tell stories about how they killed the mammoth or you know whatever, how they, they went. Over the years, technology has changed. We've moved from film to TV and now everybody's on... on on YouTube or Zoom or Meet or Teams or podcasts. But the basic human need to tell a compelling story hasn't changed. And, and that's what we're doing. Uh, because essentially, we're all broadcasters. Even what I'm doing right now, I'm, I'm broadcasting. And what all broadcasters have in common is that we all want to tell a story that stands out. I've seen so many videos all day long that you need something that would grab your attention and make your message more, more memorable. Augmented reality presentations have proven to be three times more engaging than non-AR presentations. I think that, you know, after you see this, you're going to remember the fire. You're going to remember the, the spinning TV and film and, and, and laptop. Because that's how our mind is wired. We're, mind, we're wired to look at visual effects. I think this is uh, use augmented reality to make a much more engaging content. And why, if you want, we could uh, even create some content together. If you want, uh, we could uh, try to do something. Here's the arty flag, and arty flag. What do you know? Oh wow, the I am podcast. <laughs> there is the I am podcast flag right next to me. Um, so uh, I'm so so happy for the opportunity to um, to showcase our product here. Um, what I just did here, uh, and, and this is. When I mentioned that we're building a platform that is um, um, so simple to use, we have we built this flag, right? We have this flag. You see the waving, the, the waving of the flag right here. Um, and uh, what all, all I need to do as, as an end user is just to upload an image. Uh, in this case, your your, the, your logo that you sent me, that would be as a texture inside the flag. So I don't need to know anything about a three D uh, about about three D. 
I don't know, need to know anything about flag modeling and, and how to make it uh, wave in the wind. Uh, and all you see that this shadow and a reflection here. All I need to do is, is drag and drop the, the image that you just emailed me and uh, it's inside this, um, this 3D screen. In this case, uh, uh, in this case, this this flag over here. So now I'm playing around. All right, mm -hmm. um, there we are. <laughs> there we right are. Right <laughs> now, uh, recording this podcast. Uh, and now this, uh, I'm doing actually a screen share. You could also do a screen share and uh, um, show whatever you want to uh, show. So it's it's instead of a boring screen share, there you are inside of my uh, my 3D <laughs> uh, laptop here. Let's rotate a little bit so it'll make more sense. Wow, so you can more. tilt it around. Okay, now I'm facing you, yeah. double facing you. Yeah, yeah, we can, it's, you know, it's more more engaging than, than just regular boring boxes not one next to each other, so. Yes, uh, really engaging, very interactive. I can see myself, I can see you double. <laughs> yeah, all right, let's, uh, one last thing. One last thing. I know that you are right now in the Philippines, right? I am. And where are your viewers from? Viewers. Well, or, most yeah, of the listeners. viewers. Yes. Listeners. In Israel, Philippines, US, and Australia. That's a top four. So. There they are. There they are all across <laughs> the globe. Your, your uh, viewers and listeners of the I Am podcast. Say hello. Uh, say hi. <laughs> hi to everybody. Hi to uh, everybody. Wherever you are listening to us, uh, hopefully you could use the, the power of AR to make your messages come across better. Perfect. Okay. So to those who would like to make their stories more compelling, right? More effective, three times the engagement. How can they connect with you, Abner? You know, it's, it's actually interesting because, you know, you see that, uh, you know, BBC field reporters are using their iPhones to broadcast. And then you have people who are, um, you know, uh, um, doing their business presentations or, or YouTubers who are actually building their small studios at home. So the, the fact that everybody's a broadcaster, it's not just, uh, um, it's, it's just a, not just an analogy. The lines are blurry uh, and the technology makes, makes it, makes the world flat in the sense that uh, best content wins. So um, you can either reach out to us on our website rd.ar, or you could uh, um, reach to uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, my my name I'm I'm unique. I'm the only one that I know. Uh, Avner Vilan. You could email us contact at rd.tv. So you're on the I am podcast. If you can complete the sentence, I am Avner, your blank founder. How would you complete that? What type of founder are you or what do you want to be known for? I'm not doing this to be known. <laughs> uh, um, I'm doing this to have fun. Startup is hard. I mean, uh, this is not what um, defines me, if you will. Uh, I mean, I'm, I have a family, I have a life, I have hobbies. But this is a major part of my day. I want to have fun along the way. Startup is a lot, of, a lot about skills, but there's also a big element of luck being uh, at the right place at the right time with the right product. So a lot of things is not up to us. So we could just uh, um, do our best and have fun. What type of founder? I don't know. Just have hard fun founder. <laughs> yeah. Work hard and have fun, I guess. Work hard and have fun. Thank you very much, Avner, and all the best to RT.AR. 
Thank you, Mariah. It was a really uh, fun experience talking to you. This podcast is powered by iomops.io. Optimize your cloud infrastructure and CICD process with iomops.io dedicated DevOps team. Check out www.iomops.io and get a DevOps team now. Make sure to check out www.iomops.io if you want to know more about us. Subscribe to our podcast so you can get notified every time we post a new video. Thank you and you have a great day.